Hi, this is Bashar, and you're listening to Cosby One Podcast. This is episode four, and joining us today is Sabrina Carlotti. Sabrina is a cosplayer, costumer, and makeup artist from England. If you are a cosplayer, cosplay photographer, or makeup artist, and need a place to show your work, please check us out at cosplayone.com. Our guest today happens to be the third user on cosplayone.com, and we're so glad to have her. Sabrina, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to have you. Uh, Sabrina, let's start by knowing a little about you. Why don't you start talking about where you grow up, how you grow up, your education, your line of work right now, and developing your cosplay passion? Well, I've grown up in a small town called Maidstone, which is in Kent in England. I've lived there about 24 years now, give or take. first two years of my life, I lived elsewhere down in London. I went to a Catholic school called St. Simon's Stock for, from GCSE to A-levels. A-level was as far as I went with my education. I did question going to a fashion college in London, but was so scared of putting myself in debt to further my education that I went straight into work. I worked at a lovely family-run cafe in my town for about five years then worked for next for two years, and now I currently work as an office manager for a plumbing company. My love of cosplay was definitely my nan's doing. Um, she was a couture seamstress in her job, and she taught me so much about sewing. She got me into sewing, and without her, I really wouldn't have started cosplaying. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so your name in the cosplay world is Brie Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> Why that name? Well, when I was in primary school, preschool, a lot of children that I was friends with really struggled to say Sabrina. So they shortened it and just used to call me Brie. And it's literally stuck with me through life. Even as adults, you can easily say Sabrina, but everyone calls me Brie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was year nine of school. In one of my science lessons, we had to dissect a heart. None of the girls wanted to touch it. They were like, oh, no, it's not for me. They were really squeamish. They were like throwing up looking at this thing it's like it's natural what is wrong with this so i carried on cutting it out at doing the dissection as we needed to and i was working with a friend of mine who was so squeamish and i couldn't resist cutting little hearts out of the heart and flicking them at her when she wasn't looking Ooh. and my science teacher was giggling from behind his desk and said that my name should be changed to Brie massacre and it's <laughs> kind of stuck with me for life <laughs> so it was my science teacher mr dunn thank you who gave me that nickname and i've just kept it for life <laughs> i didn't expect that answer to, to be honest <laughs> it's almost a bit more grim than people think <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny though i'm normal i promise <laughs> Uh, that's not what your science teacher thinks, apparently. <laughs> we have to bring him on the show one time. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> so, what's your age in cosplay years, and how many events and characters have you cosplayed? In cosplay years, well, my first cosplay was done in 2013, so it would make me four in cosplay years. But I'd say it's only in the past two years or so that I've really started actually properly cosplaying as opposed to doing just one cosplay and then wearing it to the conventions of the year. I've started actually putting details and more details and things into my costumes and furthering the skills I needed to make bigger and better costumes that I never would have been able to do previously. 
So tell us then about your first cosplay experience. <laughs> Uh, my first cosplay experience was as Arkham Asylum Harley Quinn. Yes, the nurse one. And I made it for a Halloween bowling event that I went to back in 2013. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun and ridiculously hard to bowl in because I was focusing more on how cool the costume looked than what I actually had to do in it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work well with those boots because <laughs> she's got very big um sort of thigh-high platform boots, which was very, very tricky to sort of manoeuvre myself in whilst throwing a ball. But from that first experience, um, I started getting messages from a lovely boy called Luke, who I had known previously, but we sort of drifted apart. And, you know, the friends that you lose contact with. Mm-hmm. He started messaging me from that. And here we are, four years later, we're getting married. Oh, wow. So without, without that cosplay... <laughs> I wouldn't Quinn be where I am now. Well, thanks to Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I owe a lot to her. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. When are you getting married? We're getting married on the 14th of July next year. Oh, okay, so still far ahead. Yeah, plenty of time. Left myself time just because I know in case anything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Got it all time to sort it. Uh, are you planning some nerdy cosplay wedding? I, I've seen one cosplay <laughs> wedding on YouTube that's very popular. I'll send it to you later. I'll put it in the show notes. And I, Ooh, I, I love told, to see that. Yeah, I told the group, uh, we have a Discord channel group that you're welcome to join, by the way. I told them, anyone who makes a wedding, make it like this and invite me. I want to come. <laughs> <laughs> we have got quite a few sort of nerdy nods that hopefully my family who aren't nerdy won't realize, but those who are will be like, oh, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. We've got our, the basic theme of it is like a mixture of Cinderella and Game of Thrones. There's quite a few dragon based things. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, as a wedding gift, very kindly brought me the um, Jimmy Choo Cinderella shoes that he designed for the actress who plays Cinderella in the live action, the one she wore to the premiere. Whoa. So I have actual Cinderella slippers for my wedding. <laughs> wow. And there would definitely be a live-action Cinderella cosplay after the wedding. Awesome. Have to use those shoes again. <laughs> you have to finish before midnight or it's okay? Oh, yeah. Definitely have to get back to the room, otherwise it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, what's the favorite cosplay you ever did and why? Um, I definitely have to say Lilith from Borderlands 2 purely because of the reaction that it always gets me from people. I've met some truly fantastic and hilarious people who are fellow Borderlands fans. And there's always like subtle little in-jokes in the game that you can say to people and they always respond because they recognize it from that game. Mm -hmm. And they're just amazing costumes to do to make everything look cel-shaded and to look like it's 2D, but in real life, I just love being able to do that with the props and the costumes. Mm. Uh, I haven't played that game yet. Uh, oh, you have to. It's so good. I know. <laughs> but there are so many so good games I I own and I don't have the time to. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> uh, so, Sabrina, you make your costumes, props, and you even do the makeup. Mm-hmm. When and how did you develop these skills? With the costumes, it definitely comes down to my nan. She taught me when I was about seven how to basically sew things by hand, like putting buttons on, undoing hems of trousers and things like this, little things to help her around the house. Mm-hmm. And then when I went into school, with because I did applied art at school, 
lots and lots of art exams, I wanted to do one that was sewing. And she showed me all the different types of stitches, how to do embroidery, all the skills that I now use to make very detailed dresses like my Katniss dress that was enormous. Things like that I wouldn't have been able to do without what she's taught me. Mm. With the props, it's basically trial and error. (laughs) There have been a lot that went wrong (laughs) that never made it to your Instagram and all that lot. (laughs) But with the guns that I've been working on recently, a lot of those have been um, because of a cosplayer called Kamui Cosplay. Anytime I've been making something and I've got a little bit stuck, I've sent her a message and asked her about it. Mm. And she is the loveliest person I've ever met in my life. She has so many followers. And yet, if anyone messages her, she always gets back to them. What's her name again? Kamui Cosplay. Okay. Right. I'll, She's an, I'll, I'll have to send you a link to her profile. She is so incredibly talented. And where I've gotten stuck on little things, I've sort of, I never even expected a reply, but I thought on the off chance. And she's helped with when I was priming and I wasn't quite sure which primer to use. She's told me which one she uses and it's wildly improved and helped with my prop making. Wow. How many followers does she have approximately? Oh, uh, it's in the tens and something thousands, Wow. possibly hundred thousands. She's very well known. You'll know her when you see her. Maybe I'm even following her, but the name is not registering. I'm. Yeah, you probably are following her. She um, she's very well known. You'll definitely recognize her costumes. The armor she makes is just phenomenal. She's from England. Uh, no, she's from Germany, I believe. All right. Okay, it's 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 very nice that even even if I wanted to be nice and I had ten thousand followers, I wouldn't have the time <laughs> to reply. I guess. <laughs> I'm sure she. It's got to be in the hundreds of thousands. She's so Ooh. well known. But she always responds to people. So granted, it does take her a little while, but she tries her best to keep in contact with everyone who messages her. She's lovely. Oh, that's wonderful. I'll definitely and, make sure if I'm not following her to do follow her. Oh, yes, she is just lovely. She's so nice. And um, with the makeup, I kind of wanted to learn how to do makeup properly for myself. So there's, it's about an hour's drive from where I live. There's a beauty school. And I looked online at how much doing the exams were. So focused hard on, they sent me some materials learning like the hygiene basis behind it, all the logic of looking at bone structure to see where products should be going. And after looking my way through that and doing a lot of practice and a lot of the exams for it, I'm now a qualified makeup artist. Okay, I didn't even know there was such a qualification exam. Yeah, yeah, there are. Oh, interesting. (laughs) so question about your nanny when she taught you sewing do you think Mm -hmm. she knew what she was doing really Uh, oh she had no idea (laughs) if she'd have known she'd never have taught me she's actually said this to me before she's like if i knew what you were going to grow into i would never have shown you (laughs) are you still in touch with her i live with her and honestly there's costumes everywhere there's mannequins all over our living room with various costumes on she's just like look what you've done (laughs) i've made a huge mistake basically (laughs) Oh, she just she does love sitting like when I'm working on my props. She'll often be at the other end of my workroom watching what I'm doing because she finds it really interesting seeing how I can see something as a picture, and then a couple of days later, it's a living thing. It's there. She always finds it really interesting. So she she does take 
she moans at me for making a mess. I do. I'm quite messy when I work. My stuff goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. But she loves seeing the end result of it. Oh. So she often helps me get into my costumes before comic cons as well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's nice. She's such a helpful woman. Love yeah. her to pieces. Uh, so then, since you mentioned the mess you do, do you have sort of <laughs> workshop at home or apartments? Uh, I've seen you work on gun props. Uh, definitely, this needs a lot of space. It definitely does need a lot of space. Or it probably doesn't if you're a tidy worker, but I tend to spread my stuff everywhere around me so mm-hmm. I can easily grab things. So I'm I sort of like make a little nest of foam around me when I'm working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a workshop in my garage. Um, we pretty much gutted the garage out last year, and I've bought in some benches. I've bought in all new tools. So I have an actual space to work on it. And hopefully, well, my nan's logic was it would have got most of my stuff out of the house, but it didn't quite work like that. Now I just mm. have an extra space to put my stuff. <laughs> the question, is the garage ever used as a garage for cars? Uh, I I currently don't drive and my fiancé can't drive due to his vision. Uh-huh. So we don't have a car at the moment. I am currently learning. My boss has very kindly paid for my driving lessons. Oh, nice. So I will soon be driving and have a car, but I still would probably view my cosplay stuff as more important than my car. So I just park it on the drive at the front of the house so the That's garage thing. I, I can always, stay. Oh, sorry. I always hear sorry. stories. Yeah, the garage is used <laughs> as working space, and I've never. I don't hear stories people use it as a, as a place for the car. <laughs> when you're a cosplayer is one or the other <laughs> so approximately how many hours a week do you work on your cosplay and does it fill your entire personal time or you still have time for your other interests it does take up quite a bit of my personal time um i work nine to five monday to friday in the office so it's mainly weekends and evenings that i have to work on my costumes But it does depend on how much effort needs to go into the costume I'm working on. For example, things like Captain Marvel and Silk that I've just recently done, those suits were designed and printed by a separate company, and all I had to do was style the wigs. That took, like a, say, about two evenings to do each of them, to cut the layers into the silk wig and then to style the Captain Marvel one from a waist-length long wig into a mohawk. Whereas actual big costumes like my Katniss dress took about a month straight to work on. Definitely does depend on the level of it. There's one I'm working on at the moment, and for the life of me, I really hope I finish it in time. Um, what does in time mean? Is it for Comic-Con me? Uh, it's for October, mm-hmm. but I've, I have a habit of starting like a million different costumes at once, and mm-hmm. then when it gets nearer the date, I'm like, oh God, I've got so many that are half finished and none that are done. Mm. I'm doing a armored Princess Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, mm. and luckily I've designed it so I can modify it a little bit if I start getting a little bit too close to the time and haven't quite got it finished. But I need to sew her actual dress, build the armor pieces that are going to go onto it, paint them all, prime them all, find a way of attaching them all. Ugh, I really hope I finish it in time. <laughs> are you with the part of a group? that are always armored princesses there is a group are you part of it uh, i'm not part of that one this is um heavily inspired by that um the other page models for the it's the nerdy life page we've all sort of grouped together and we want to do 
armored Disney characters. So not just the princesses, but other characters as well. Like I think Ben is doing Sully from Monsters Inc. Oh. And he, his arm is going to be from the pictures I've seen. It just looks fantastic. Oh, look for it. So is there a cosplay you regretted making? One that went really bad? Um, not so much that went really bad, more that was just ridiculously uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really regret wearing to a con. It should have just been for photo shoots. And that was my Blind Mag costume from Repo, a genetic opera. Mm-hmm. The costume and the character itself are very visually appealing. They look fantastic. She looks awesome. Her costume is brilliant. However, it's really incredibly uncomfortable. It's a steel, I made it with a steel underboss corset, and then it has almost like a, covering the bra section, and almost like a skirt going around it that are made with feathers, Mm -hmm. and feathers at the base of them are quite scratchy, so it was literally scratching and cutting into me the entire day. Combine that with the fact that I'd stitched them into the base of the corset, it was being for because the course it's quite tied, very tight. It was like forcing them against my skin and just continually scratching. And I had these horrible marks when I took it off. Oh. And it had a pair of thigh high black boots, which looked phenomenal, but killed to move in. I only lasted about three quarters of an hour wearing them because they have such a high heel and they're really pointed. And it was a case of either take the boots off or never be able to walk again. Ooh. I really regretted doing that one for a con. That should have definitely just been for photo shoots. Oh. Oh, <laughs> so do you have a specific taste in cosplays, a theme you'll or genre you like to work on? Um, mainly it's video game or comic books are the general themes I tend to go for. A lot of the costumes that are on my list coming up are either comic book characters or characters in well-known video games, because I'd like to do um, Anya from Gears of War. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do Bayonetta. They're both from video games. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few comic book characters that I'd quite like to do, like Wasp, Spider-Woman, the other Captain Marvel versions, because I just love cosplaying as her. She's so much fun to use on shoots. <laughs> so... What can we expect from you this year in specific, and what events are you attending? I'm attending the MCM London cons in both May and October. In May, I'm only going on the Saturday. In October, I'm going for the full three days as we managed to find an apartment there. Mm. So there's definitely no issues with me having to get up at like six in the morning to get all of the rest of my group ready. <laughs> um, I should also be attending uh, London Film and Comic Con in July. Mm. I believe I'm going on the Saturday. I haven't booked the ticket yet, but it's, it's more than likely going to be the Saturday that I go. Definitely want to make, meet Adam, uh, Alan Tudyke, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I might be wrong. <laughs> He's a phenomenal actor, and I, he, both myself and my fiancé really, like, uh, really like watching him in anything. He's just such a phenomenal actor. Mm. Yeah, that does look good. I've looked at the site, so I hope you make it. Yeah. You also do commission work, as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see that growing into some sort of part-time or maybe full-time business one day? At the moment, I have it as a part-time thing that I do outside of work. 
Mm-hmm. I doubt I'd ever do it as a full-time business purely because I've always thought that if you turn something you love as a hobby into a job, you'll end up resenting it. Mm-hmm. And cosplay and art means everything to me. And I'd really hate to fall out of, out of love with it mm-hmm. because it's become my job. Whereas I love when people message me and they're like, oh, I've got this wig and I really, 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 really want to be this character. Can you, can I commission the wig from you? And I love doing things because it, it opens me up to characters sometimes that I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. And then I look into the series it's from and I'm like, oh, this is phenomenal. I'm really happy. But it's definitely something I definitely keep as a part-time thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, do you think at some point you could retire cosplaying and what could make you make that choice? Um, well, based on my cosplay plans list, I'm going to be cosplaying into my 90s before mm-hmm. I get anywhere near that list. <laughs> um, I don't think anything would make me retire from cosplaying. I'd like to think nothing would, but even if I did retire from cosplaying, I'd like I probably would still carrying on making them, mm-hmm. but it would be as commissions for other people as opposed to doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, say if you plan on having family with kids, do you are you going to force them into it? Right? You have to do that. Uh. You're not part of the family anymore. <laughs> um, me and my fiance have discussed this because neither of us are particularly like we're we're okay with children but we're not very fond of them Mm -hmm. so i can't see us actually having kids but if i did my god they would be like it would be like going as mario princess um rosalina and the little star as the baby Mm -hmm. that that kid will be cosplaying from a young age (laughs) i must say i'm seeing some families cosplay (laughs) and just today i saw one from bioshock i assume you know bioshock yes yes and the two little sisters were yeah. amazing on top of the mother trying to expect it was an amazing picture I'm like I, I need to get my daughter into this <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture going around on Facebook of a a man with his daughter and the daughter was dressed as Magikarp for Pokemon and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen I'll have to tag you in it it is just so adorable I I I love Magikarp as well, so it's like, oh, it's a really real-life teeny-tiny Magikarp. Mm, that's, that's cute. <laughs> but I didn't expect girls would go into Little Sisters because it's a creepy character. Uh, they're actually really nailing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, so the next question is not so cheerful, but I think is an important one. Comic conventions are beautiful, lovely places. You can be what you want. You can have fun with people that share the same interests. But there are usually some people who don't get it or make their joy someone else saddens that day. Have you had bad experiences with people, harassments of some sorts? Tell us about it. I, def- I definitely agree with you that these sort of things should be brought up because if people don't speak about it, other people are going to end up experiencing it. The the two things that tend to happen to me quite frequently are because I'm a a bigger lass I get a lot of people making snide comments about my size but it's always under their breath walking past and I've always believed if you want to say something say it to someone's face mm-hmm. 
So more often than not, I will call them out on it and they just apologize and walk away because I'm not going to let someone say something vile to me and just let it slide because it's unnecessary. True. And the other one is when people take pictures with you, I have no problem with people putting their arm around my waist, but it's like when they're, you're in having pictures taken with people and they sort of grab your butt. It's just mm. unnecessary. It's just like, Definitely. just because someone's in costume does not give you the right to touch them up. Of course, definitely. Does that happen often? Um, quite often, depending on the costume that I'm doing. It happened quite a few times when I was Black Widow because it's a skin-tight, leathery-looking suit. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Mm, I don't like it. It really, it really winds me up, especially as I'm there with Luke, and I can see him getting more and more angry every time it happens. It just makes me feel really uncomfortable and really bothers my other half. Definitely. It's just... Definitely unnecessary. There's no need to do this. It's a family environment. Behave yourself when you're there. Have respect for the cosplayers who have spent ages putting effort into their costumes. Very true. Thanks for the courage to say that out loud. Uh, Cosplayers are there. Honestly, the biggest reason I go to Comic-Cons is for the cosplayers. Uh, They're the same with me. Yeah, and you guys are putting yourself out there giving us a nice day giving us a happy environment just because you're in a cosplay it does not mean i can do whatever you want i'm sorry for the example that cosplayers aren't clowns that you can do whatever you like with them yes a cosplayer sets the limit so even holding the waist i think a person should ask like are you okay if i hold the waist or not the majority of people do and they're very polite and if you say no, they're very respectful of it. But it's when people just automatically do that. And you just think there's what goes through your mind that you think this is an acceptable thing. You wouldn't do it to someone in the street. So why is it acceptable at Comic-Con? Mm-hmm. I think part of it is they see some uh, like sexy characters doing sexy poses. And they think, oh, it mm-hmm. seems like we can do whatever we want here. But no, that's not the case. Yeah. They see the character rather than the person behind it. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I've noticed, not so much, at least I've not experienced it too much at conventions, but I have experienced it online, mm-hmm. is this elitism between cosplayers. And it's just ridiculous. <laughs> we all have geeky interests. We all love making costumes. And we're all at different skill levels. Some people are just starting out. Some people have been doing it for 10 years plus and... I've had a couple of it's never been aimed at me it's usually been aimed at people when I'm walking around I overhear it in other people's conversations Mm -hmm. and they're making snide remarks about another person's costume Mm -hmm. so what some people do buy their costume some people are just starting out and they're not at the same skill level as them but there's no need to be rude and spiteful about it exactly This happens quite a bit online. I've noticed it, especially on Instagram. I've noticed cosplayers put their pictures up and some of the comments are just so spiteful towards the people. There's just no need for it. If you don't have anything nice to say, leave people alone. Just keep scrolling. If you don't like it, keep going. Exactly. This is not a professional production. No one is getting paid. Exactly. Uh, the, The whole idea is to be yourself and enjoy yourself. Uh, just because there are so many people that create 
professional stuff doesn't mean the hobbyists who don't have time to practice or don't yes. really want to put too much time into it. They just want to have a fun time. It doesn't mean they're not entitled to have this fun. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, and thank you for bringing this up. No worries. Hopefully, it will be addressed because it's a it's one or two people ruining the experience for everyone else. I must say, uh, after the first comic event I went to, which was London Super Comic Con, I believe, 2014. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but after the events, one really good movement was cosplayers taking pictures of themselves holding a sign with the quote, the harassment quote they heard. Yes, that yeah. That was yeah, really I nice. I saw that going around. Yes, that really touched me, and I, I wish they keep doing that after every Comic-Con. Yes. So that people know the cosplayer hurts, and it hurts his feeling when he yeah. was here just to have fun. Yeah. Uh, so, let's go back to you. What kind of person are you, Sabrina? Tell us about your hobbies and things you like to do. Uh, you mentioned, of course, cosplaying. Other things. <laughs> what do you like to do? The majority of the rest of my free time that's not spent cosplaying is usually spent playing video games. Nice. I absolutely love gaming. Uh, just um, it's a constant source of debate in my house because my fiance loves the PlayStation, but I'm more of an Xbox girl. Ooh. So it's like ugh, literally having to buy two copies of every game because he refuses to ever play anything on the Xbox. He has to do it on PS4. Like we've got two copies of Overwatch. We've got two copies of Batman. It's like God's sake. That's a big problem. Even if I want to buy you a gift, I wouldn't know what to buy you. If I buy a PlayStation, then I'm taking sides with with you. I'd get in a fight if I buy a gift. And this is the sort of gifts I usually buy people. Yeah, with me, it's always... I always go for Xbox. The only game I bought recently that I was willing to do on PS4 was the new Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And that was because my friends got a VR headset and oh. he kindly lent it to us so that we could play that game in VR. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's amazing. I heard so many great <laughs> things about it. I was I'm disappointed since Resident Evil 6 was horrible, so I haven't yeah. tried this one. But it shouldn't be just Resident Evil. I have two games that should make the list, or maybe three. Uncharted, <laughs> Last of Us, and uh, Horizon. What about Yes, this? oh my god, Horizon. I love this. Luke bought that, actually. It's the only one... Because it's a PS4 exclusive, so I was like, I can't get it on my console. Damn. But it is phenomenal, and I've been playing it. I must have put about 40 hours into it so far. I'm just up to the last story mission. I've not completed it. I'm just doing side missions at the moment. That's Horizon. Yeah. Oh, you're ahead of me. Oh, I won't say anything then. Mm -hmm. But I definitely want to cosplay Aloy in two specific costumes of hers. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen some of Mm, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I love some of the like the styling of her, the way they've drawn her, the way they've done her hair. Everything about her is just awesome. And I really, I can't wait to cosplay her. It is a lovely character, a strong female character without the sexual parts of it. it t- yes. It's harder to make, but they made it. And I've seen some of the best cosplays ever as Eloy. It's mind-blowing. Yes. I, I actually yeah. thought it's a screenshot from the game. And they say yeah, it's cosplay. Yeah, some phenomenal ones. How is that a cosplay? <laughs> there are some phenomenal Aloy cosplays out there. I just hope mine's like anywhere near that level. <laughs> Gonna be good. I'll look for it. <laughs> so, 
we're reaching the end of the interview. At the end, I always like to ask, tell us a recent movie, TV show, or a game you tried that you really think is good and people should try it. Maybe not even something mainstream. Indie game, some movie that people maybe haven't heard of. Oh, tricky. I was going to say Horizon. <laughs> yeah, you can't can say that. That's fine. That's fine. Oh my God. That just, that game has just blown my mind. It's visually such a beautiful game. It is. It is. I, I was actually, I want to finish the interview and go play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what I'm going to be doing at the same time. <laughs> One, it's a TV show that I've, I've watched it for years mm-hmm. and it's been around for ages, mm-hmm. but if you haven't seen it, people should. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's a TV show called Community. It's on Netflix oh, if I you have it. it. I love it. Oh, just, it's so good. Um, last year for, as like a little stocking filler, I bought me and Luke the, um, Troy and our bed mugs. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh, the okay. fun we've had with those. <laughs> oh, okay. But it, it, it fell down after season four. They tried yeah, to, it, they tried to revive it, but it couldn't stand. Yeah. Once, yeah, once Troy left, it kind of went downhill for me. He mm. was just, he was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, just to be sure, you are watching Westworld or not? Uh, I, it's on my list of things to watch, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, you have to do it. Sorry. No, no horizon tonight. <laughs> I've seen some of the costumes from it and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a really slippery slope. That list is going to be like 300 costumes long. (laughs) Watch it. Watch it. It's definitely good. Oh, definitely have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. Uh, So, Sabrina, where can people find more about you and your work? Uh, Obviously, there's Instagram, which I'm probably on the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say Instagram's the most updated one. And it's under the username Brie Massacre. Mm-hmm. Same as on Facebook. I do have a Facebook page that you can like if you wish to. Mm-hmm. Also under the name Brie Massacre. Mm-hmm. I have Twitter, although I often forget that I have Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless people tweet me and it notifies me on my phone. Otherwise, I forget that I've got it. Um, that's um, that's Someone had the username Brie Massacre, so it's Brie Massacre underscore X. So there are two Brie Massacres in this world. Yeah, someone's using my username. I was like, wow. oh, how dare you? <laughs> Maybe it's your teacher. <laughs> the worst thing is, it's someone who hasn't used the account in about five years, and I'm like, oh, just delete it so I can take the username. <laughs> mm, yeah, I have a feeling. I also have a website, and that's www.freemassacre.com. That will be updated a lot more recent um, in the coming months because I'm waiting for Vic to my lovely photographer. Mm-hmm. to send me all the photos from our photo shoot so I can up- upload my portfolio section. Great. Uh, are you on Cosplay One? I am, with the username Brie Massacre. <laughs> great, great. Actually, remember, I think you're the first or second person to upload. Oh, win. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. <laughs> uh, okay, Sabrina, we would like to thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add at the end thank you for having me it's been great fun talking to you as usual and hopefully I can see you at one of the conventions this year because yes. we seem to keep missing each other <laughs> hopefully hopefully this may thank you so much as well <laughs> alright have a good night you too thank you so much thank you bye thanks see you later <laughs> <laughs>